Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is July the 30th, 2020. It is the 139th day of the virus. And I'm thrilled that you can join us today on this chronological journey through the Bible. We are officially studying a passage about Jesus' transfiguration and what happens to the disciples when the Father shows up. Let me just start by saying that one of the big themes of themes of the Bible is a longing of us people for the Lord. For example, uh, in Psalm 27, verse 8, it says, You have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. And this is a big theme through the Bible, both Old Testament and New Testament. We find ourselves to be a people that are waiting and longing to be near the Lord. Lord, I want to be near you. I want to see you. I want to touch you. I want to be touched by you. Uh, I watch for you. I wait for you. This is uh, a relatively universal theme throughout the Bible. It's almost as if we're... uh, we're running after a, a, a tiger and it's just a little bit elusive and we can't quite get a hold of the tiger's tail, if you will. And then today we're going to find out what happens when you catch the tiger's tail. So that's in our official passage today, which is in Matthew 17. Now, we're doing a chronological journey through the Bible, and this transfiguration passage is is mentioned in three different places. We've looked at it in Luke chapter 9, now we're looking at it in Matthew chapter 17, because they add just a little bit to it. So let me just uh, read, this is 17.4 from Matthew. Peter says to Jesus, it's good that we're here. If you wish, I will make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. So yesterday we looked at what happens when the Lord shows up. And this is a a unique moment when the, the two worlds, our physical world and this heavenly spiritual world where the where God the Father unseparates them. They're generally separated. We 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 generally long for the Lord from that other world, that other spiritual kingdom. And he joins it physically, he joins it visually, he joins it auditorily in today's account. And the response is not talking, that's Peter's problem. It's not inattentiveness, which is Peter's problem. It's not delay, it's not normalcy, and it's not standing, and they find themselves falling down uh, with their faces to the ground. So it made me think of a passage in... Uh, Isaiah, where the same thing happens. Now, the Lord doesn't come down in that passage, but Isaiah goes up in that passage. This is from Isaiah 6. It's a pretty famous passage. 6 verse 1, it says, in the Lord, in the year of King Uzziah, that's about 600 BC, or 740 BC, excuse me, in the year that the 
that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim, each had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, with two he flew. And one said to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold at, at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, this is Isaiah speaking now, Woe is me, for I am lost. I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And this is basically what the disciples say. They're saying, Woe is me. Now, when you come into the presence of God, Part of the terror of this is the power of God. You're big, I'm little, you're powerful, I'm weak. Uh, So even though the people of God for generations, thousands of years, and even today would say, Lord, I long for you, this is what happens when you get what you ask for. The disciples, James, John, Peter, get to see the, the face of God, if you will, the presence of God, And the first thing they do is they fall down. Now, why do they fall down? One, from the power. We talked about that. The other is the problem. The problem that's illuminated during this encounter is sin. Now, let's even just skip your own sin. How about the sin of our sin? So when this happened to Isaiah, he says, Woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips. I'm a sinner, he says. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. So even if you're a representative of humanity, if you're not too excited about looking at your own sin, how about the sin of your your neighbor or somebody that you live with? And we represent that before God. So the presence of God is illuminating our sin. So the problem that happens and was very clear to the disciples, I think, was this question, what will you do about your sin? And so this is something that we're going to face soon. What will you do when you see the face of God? Now here, they sort of accidentally, they didn't really have a lot of warning that this was going to happen, that the Father was going to come down and manifest himself visually and in this cloud and with this voice and with this illumination. But we have some time to think about it. What will, we, what will we do when we stand in the presence of God with our sin illuminated? Trust me, that's going to be the problem. And obviously, we're in big trouble without the Lord. We need a perfect sacrifice. We need a perfect life that's given for us. And that somehow, by the Lord's accounting, gets credited to us if we receive it. So our bottom line is we're supposed to have faith and belief and receive this great work that he's done. Why? Because otherwise we're in big trouble just like the disciples were. So the people of God have been trying to chase the tiger's tail for a long time, but this is what happens when you catch the tail. Then you get the power of God and the problem of man, which is his sinfulness. What are we going to do about it? Hopefully believe. I bless you, my brothers and sisters.